Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Sorry, I've just seen Chelsea under 12s. <laughs> why is that funny? I don't know why it's funny. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Very strange. Quite hilarious, Chelsea. Because I was, I was so confused as to why Chelsea under twelve was really. <laughs> so it's the unexpected ones. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying. Wait, never change. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon bonus: <laughs> five minutes. Jeffy's. Oh, sorry, so right? I'll just compose myself. Mm-hmm. This might take a while. Well done, Danny. There's your first laugh of the there season. We go. season yeah. I've made you've made me laugh already. We've not even started the season. Or the pod. Well, we started the pod terribly. Sorry, folks. We tried to. We tried to start the pod. We'll try again. Brain again. And he's got it! Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Yeah! Yeah! Hello and welcome back. It's it's all cobblers to me. I'm Charles Commons and I'm here with Chesie Jeffy Coleman, of course, and the wonderful uh, returning to Northamptonshire. Danny Brothers. Uh, welcome to pre-season training, folks. Um, first off. How did the bleep test go for you? Good? Uh, no, not well at all, Charles. No. Uh, I overdid it at Glastonbury and the bleep test has broken because it just couldn't believe how much I couldn't get to the first bleep and it just <laughs> collapsed on itself. <laughs> you couldn't so get to the first one. That's, I couldn't get to the first one. Bad. No, it's bad. Too much Too much vegan pizza and Guinness at Glastonbury when I was... Even Bayo made it to the first bleep of the bleep test. Of course he did. It's a professional chance. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when Jeffy went to use it, it was completely broken. So. Well, I used to track so done. I cheated. I was going to say... <laughs> there you go, first track of the season. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, straight in. Uh, dear. How have your summers been, folks? Danny's obviously been to Glastonbury. He went and held a flag in front of people so that they couldn't see that the churnups were indeed the Foo Fighters, and he talked about peace and love and got call, called a wokey by uh, several people that just couldn't get tickets. Including uh, yourself, Jazz. <laughs> Jazzy, how, how was your summer? It's You've had been a good one, grand. haven't you? Yes, I've been sheep shearing at the Barfall West. Good, which, good. you know, is always marvellous. Uh, driving tractors and eating cheese, which is great. Good. 
Bath and West, obviously, Somerset's number one festival. Uh, Royal like Bath and West, Charles. Oh, Royal. Royal. Yeah, we've, we've been, we've been oh, through this. Hello. <laughs> Getting told off this early on, it's not good, it's not good. Uh, okay, lovely highlights, lovely highlights. I went to see the Lionesses on Saturday, um, which, I mean, nil-nil wasn't particularly great, and I, for a send-off to the World Cup, could have been better. Um, let's just say that I have thoroughly washed every part of my body after coming good. back from Stadium MK. Um, and look, I, I, I'm going to say this. And I'd, I'd like you to let me finish the sentence before you jump in and cast me off into the <laughs> walls. Um, but for the fact that it's a, it is undoubtedly a, a lovely, lovely stadium. Bricks, you know, lovely bricks. Um, they don't have an absolute clue how to hold an event with more than five people at it and several of those five people being kids. 26,000, I think, was the attendance, and many thousands of those missed kickoff because they couldn't get in, because the queuing system was dreadful, the ticketing was dreadful. Uh, Once you did get in, you didn't know where you were going because there were no signs or stewards to tell you where to go. It was a pretty piss-poor experience. And the other thing, we made some substitutions at halftime, England. Not that anybody knew about it, because A, you couldn't hear the tannoy, which is ironic, considering where Winkleman made all his money uh, in sound. And um, they just didn't put them up on the big screens. Very Tim, odd. Tim Pot. Piss up in a brewery, unable to, comes to mind. Um, Not used to so big crowds, that's what it is. Well, this is it. They didn't have a clue. But apparently, apparently, it's not the first time that they've not been able to put on a decent performance in front of a crowd. So there you go. Um, let's get into all the news, shall news. we, regarding the cobblers since we last caught up. Uh, a few outgoings, a few that are yeah. staying. And- Neil's not one, by the way, just to, just to, just to calm the panic that Neil's left again. He, he has signed a new deal. Um, he'll be back. He will be back. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny with Neil, isn't it? Because he's like, yes, I'm definitely back. We're definitely into it. And then when we say, right, we're podding tonight, he goes, oh, I don't think I can make it, lads. I'm sorry. I know how to get. I know how to get. And it works. It works every time. He is. Um, So uh, this one is obviously going to be uh, one of the uh, boring pods that puts Dave Knight to sleep. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, Dave. Uh, Yes, Patrick Bruh. I think is how you say Bruh. it. <laughs> Bruh. Patrick Bruh is the sole signing in through the door, the new face in the building. Um, left back, true? left wing back, and occasional left-sided centre-back in a three, maybe. Um, Are we going were far? you excited when Patrick Bruh was <laughs> unveiled? <laughs> Daddy. Are we going, bruh? I was going, bruh. I was, but your your brow was bruff, as in be rough. No, it is brow. I know it is phonetically, but it's brow. I think, but I know phonetically it's not. You're right, like tough, but but I think the the surname is brow. I could be wrong, but I I know people that have the surname brow with that exact spelling, and that's how you pronounce it. But I, I, but obviously it's different for everybody. But phonetically, it should not be but i think it is 
I love the fact that our first signing through the window, through the door, the has window. been... Yeah, well, maybe you came through the window. <laughs> Who knows? Right, transfer window, door to six fields, confusing. Uh, I love the way that it, he's already door. caused... He's already caused confusion in the ranks. Because none of us know how Charlie to say Charlie Goode all over again. It is. It's a good oh, it'll be not just good. as good. Bruff. Bruff with the smooth. I'm going bruff. Bruff. If anyone out there is a is a linguistic expert, then or or if you just happen to know Patrick and know yeah, how he or, says his surname, that would be if, a little bit. More. And let's face it, we're not asking the Barrow fans. No, we're not. No, we can't find any. No, so. um, no not I didn't think all. there were any. Or if, if if you're Patrick yourself, if you're listening, not not any Patrick, Patrick Bruff, Brow, whoever, Bruh. yeah. If it's you, if you're listening, let us know. Give us a call. Or a text or an email or something. A Actually, no, that wouldn't work. He, he would have to he would, he would, he would have to leave us a voice note because otherwise it won't work. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, we'd, Maybe we can find him out. on the open day. We'll find him and get oh, him to come it's, over. It's Alistair Slow all over again. Don't, <laughs> don't try and find people. We know how it ends. Uh, happy with the signing. I mean, for me, it was a bit of a... It, it was good because at, at when at the time that it happened, I was thinking, "Great, we've re- we've got our left side sorted now." You know, we've got Haynes, we've got Patrick, or yeah, we're just going to go with Patrick. Uh, we've got we've got Patrick in the door. That's absolutely fine. Ali Koiki decides to go elsewhere, then not a problem. Absolutely fine. Now I'm a bit like, oh, a bit overloaded on that left hand side position, aren't we? Seeing as old Coikes basically took a phone call from Jeffy, heard her crying, and, and went, All right, it's okay, two years, I'll stay. Yeah. I mean there's nothing Very wrong happy. with being nothing wrong with being over heavy on the left, Charles, as you'll know. Um, <laughs> um I don't mind that at all. Um but I did think when he signed, I thought that's it for the king. I thought that, you know, we've signed a left back. The immediate thought is King's not uh, King. Coikey's not signing. Um but then he decided, I, I feel like it was probably they couldn't find a deal for him elsewhere for Koiki. So he thought, oh, I'll pop mm. back. Yeah, go on then. God, I'd have another I'd have another bit with you. But I mean, there's options. And from last year, we need options because that <laughs> happens again. We're going to need about six left backs, which we had last season. And, but yeah, he, he seems like a, like a, he fits the mold of the Brady signing, doesn't he? Of like mm. the the tall, the strong, the powerful, uh, gets up and down, good age, that kind of thing, and experience. Good so, age, good age, Claxon, and um, yes, and uh, yeah, good, uh, solid, solid. For, without seeing him, but look, looks good from the showreel, of course, like everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it is hard to tell, isn't it? Because you know, let's face it, I, I don't think many of us really spend much time looking at, at the opposition players in much detail when we play them. I mean, there are some that obviously stick in the mind at times with certain games. I mean, for example, Harry McCurdy with that Swindon game, it's hard <laughs> not to, you know, allow that to just disappear into the back of your brain because, you know, four goals and, uh, you know, lots of cheekiness. Um Really but it's not often that that happens, really. And I certainly don't normally think, oh, that left back from Barrow it doesn't tend to stick in the mind, does it? So I've, I I can't recall anything from Barrow. 
if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single it's, thing. It's one of those, isn't it? You don't, you know, I, I don't anyway, uh, you know, think about what the opposition players are doing unless, you know, they're the ones that are you know, always being talked about on highlights packages and stuff. You know, like last year, obviously, you knew an awful lot about Andy Cook because he was leading the goal-scoring charts. But apart from that, really, you only really know about your own players. So on paper, it looks like it's a good thing. And I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I trust the recruitment committee or Brady or whoever to bring in players that that are going to be successful for us. I think so. And I also think we've got a lot of ground to, to be happy with in terms of the fact that we had, we have had and do have a really good foundation in which we can only add to. So we're not really losing anything, albeit potentially a couple of players, but fringe players and, a goalkeeper as well. Um, and actually, I think that given the fact that we have such a foundation, then anything really is a bonus that comes in. Because I think whilst I don't think anybody expects us to be winning the league in League One, we certainly know that with what we've got, without the additions, is we've got some kind of foundation to work and build on. So bring him in. And if he's brilliant, then great. If he's a fringe prayer, then we're, we've great. We've got squad edition, so I don't think we can lose really. I mean, yeah, because so Max Dyche and Ali Koike have signed the deals that they were offered towards the end of the season. Um, Tom King is still to be confirmed as to what is actually happening. Strong links to him going to Wolves um, over this summer, and let's—I don't know—I. I, there's a part of me that is basically expecting him to go because as much as I would love to have both him and Burge fighting over the number one jersey, and I think that they would therefore push each other to become the best players that, that both of them could be, I think it was probably pretty clear last season that as soon as Burge came back from his injury, he was straight back in, despite, I thought, King having a really good impact on the side uh, once he'd got settled. There's been a lot of talk, hasn't there, on the forums, on Twitter, etc., that we're not signing anybody and that essentially panic mode seems to have set in 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 some slight quarters. Uh, Are either of you worried with the lack of signings at all? No. We've been in a position where we've bought an entire new squad and it absolutely ruined things. And we've been in a position where we let a ton of players go and it absolutely ruined things. And actually, if if it doesn't work out doing it this way, then it's better the devil you know, because I'd rather it be this way and we give it a good go and trust in what we've already got and it go wrong than being in the position where we say, oh, we could have kept them and let, what could they have done? At least we're not second guessing ourselves. Because when I know I hate bringing this up because I think it's two very different eras and very different circumstances, but... When Rob Page did what he did to that squad and dismantled it, yes, all right, it was a totally different squad with total different quality in it, but so much could have been. Now, we know that this squad that we we had last year isn't like that. It's completely different. The character is in a completely different way. Um, I don't think really that you've got in, you've got much to compare with, with them, but what you do have is a squad that put... They're literally their bodies on the line for half of the season, if not more. 
And so you know they can play for the shirt. So what can they do? Let's give them the option of doing that. Let's give them the benefit of of going and giving it a go. At least we will know and then we can build at Christmas if there's a problem. But if we don't know, we'll always be kicking ourselves for letting X, Y, Z go, right? It's been rumours, Danny, that the budget just isn't very competitive, I think is the polite way of putting it. Uh, has it concerned you at all? Um, I think it was always going to be the case. I think, I think we're at a point where we always are when we go up, aren't we? When we go up, it's it's never going to be a big budget compared to others in League One. And I think there's always going to be a point where we need extra investment. But I think what Jeffrey was saying is right. I'm completely chilled about the summer. I mean, it's probably the Glastonbury air, but I'm <laughs> completely, that's probably the most chilled I've been about any summer. I think usually you'd be panicking by this point, we'd not sign anyone, but we've been so clever in signing players early and to longer deals. And the basis of what we've got is great. And I think it's enough to compete for sure at League One level. There's obviously we need tweaks and we need backup we need slightly better players in certain positions and stuff but I think the basis and the spirit we've got I think it'd be really difficult to take that away I think it was was I think it was Shane Webster who was saying on Twitter he was saying the most exciting thing for him next season is the team at Tranmere that we all got behind and, and cheered on and got over the line is the team we're going to be supporting in August and he mm-hmm. like he was saying that he, how much he loved that team he loved that day we've got this, that feeling from it which we haven't had when we've gone up in the last couple of seasons, we've had new faces to embed into it. We haven't the, the players that run out on that first day of the season and in pre-season, the majority of them will have taken us over that line and fought for us and really fought to get us in this position. So I think that's really exciting to to try to see how far they can go. Like the likes of Will Hondemark with the pre-season behind him, yeah, the 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 hopefully a couple of the lone players may be coming back and and being a part of that as well. Louis Apre ran himself into the ground, ground. Sam Hoskins, can he do it at League One level finally? Can he have his moment and play in how he's played last season? I think it's a massive challenge to him and I think it's really exciting to to, to look at and think, you know, this is the team that got us there. Give them a chance to give it a go and it will be. The, the, the main bulk of them will be. We're not losing anyone as it stands. Yeah. Um, and let's hope we can add we're going to add quality rather than quantity i think this season this summer i think that's the that's the way it was always going to be this summer it was always going to be the budget small for league 1 and that's not a bad thing when we can get behind as a kind of underdog spirit kind of thing and the challenge is can we stay in that division and i think that's all that, that's all it needs to be is challenge ourselves to stay in that position it'll be a massive achievement for john brady and the the, the group to to keep us in and i don't think that's being negative that's that's just seeing it as the challenge it is we're up against clubs that have been in the Premier League a few seasons ago. That's the reality of League One. And we've we've got to go into it thinking, you know, let's have that spirit again from the stands, from the start, and let's see what we can do. Like We're probably not going to be competing for playoffs or whatever, but it still can be really enjoyable in the season to see how far these young young lads can take us and how their careers can develop again even more. So I'm excited and I'm completely chilled about the window. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I, I think I get the feeling that sometimes people are either forgetting or they're doing a bit of a disservice to the fact that, you know, we had contract extensions happening over the second half of the season from January onwards, you know, the likes of John Guthrie and Mitch Pinnacle signing extended deals to keep them at six fields. Um, they, they, for me, are, you know, the big names that we needed to make sure that we were keeping were having these players 
on extended contracts, giving them that stability. I think we I think one of the things that has actually been proven now is that players do perform when they're not having to worry about what's happening, you know, in their career at the end of the season or, you know, in only a, sh- a few short months' time. You know, there's there's stability for them so that they can just concentrate on going out and playing as well as they possibly can and implementing the plan that, you know, Brady and the coaching staff have, have, have put to them to go and get the results in the games. And I, I think that, yes, we need a couple more bodies in. I don't think there's, you know, at the end of the day, we have lost a few, you know, a handful of players have gone out. We've chosen to let them go, though, and I think that's the important thing this year is that we've not lost anybody. I mean, Tom King, obviously, um, we still don't know about, but we've not lost anybody that we hadn't, you know, essentially made the decision on. Whereas last season, you could argue that, you know, we did lose one of our big players in Fraser Horsfall going to stop. Worked out well for him. Well, you know, yeah, worked out well for us. But, um, you know, this time around, we don't have that as a as an issue. And let's be honest, I well, I say this, and I don't mean this in any disrespect to Tom King whatsoever, but if he does decide to go and take an opportunity elsewhere, I don't blame him. If he goes to Wolves to sit on their bench and be their third choice keeper he's going to be earning a lot more money than what we'd be offering him. If he chooses to go to another League One or a League Two side, he'll be going there as number one. So again, he'll be guaranteeing himself more game time. So I can't begrudge him either of those two things. I think that, you know, what would be really exciting, you know, the rumour mill hasn't been exactly, you know, buzzing too much for us however Neil's been off work rumors, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neil has been off work. in there yeah. Malcolm Christie's been doing the rounds again I've noticed <laughs> um, but there does seem to be some legs in the Kieran Bowie back to Cobblers rumour that would be so much I'm fun seeing. that would be get so in. much fun get him in so that will be interesting. I, you know, we are I, going to Scotland this week as well, so he we might come back with a couple. And he, d- yeah, and he might just he, come back. <laughs> he liked the, the Instagram post that oh, the cobblers he? put on to say that they were heading up to the Scotland. Plot thickens. Oh. Exactly. He liked a social media post. He's bound to be coming back. <laughs> Who knows? But right, I think one thing that we're we're omitting from this that is so crucial, and I I don't think we can really either dress this down or play it up any more than, than than what it actually deserves. The entire season, last season, we played with an understrength squad due to injury at every single point from from minute one. So we don't know what the true ability of this squad together actually is. Because mm. one, they never played together. <laughs> Two, they were all like God bless them. Some of them, in the particularly about by about Sutton, they were like Bambi. Most of hmm. them, and so you you don't know. We not only are point. we either adding players to the, to it, but what we're also getting is fitter players, not as in physically fitter, but actually injury fitter. So you, it's an unknown. Really, we know yeah. how good they are, half fit. What what are they going to be like at 100% if we get that? That, 
That is the exciting thing, I yeah. think. And I, I look forward to seeing it. Um, Can you imagine right. Will Hondemark completely fit and match fit? Oh, ah. That'll be nice. That will it be, be nice. great. Ben Fox uh, is back as well. Fox is and Ben Fox, yeah. As well. I mean, to be fair, there's been quite a few, you know, Armageddon's back on the field. Ben Fox, as you said, Sauby's back play, you know, on the on the training pitch. You know, all of these people that that were either out or were clearly suffering with injuries at the end of last season, the back training and look like they're going to get a full pre-season, fingers crossed, touching lots of wood here to make sure that happens. Um, let's take a quick break. Go listen to some adverts. Um, calm yourselves down and then come back and we'll talk about some fixtures because they're Woo-hoo! exciting. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back. Right. Fixture. Fixture release day, Danny. Sorry, According to some, the best, the best day of the year. Um, it, was, it was more exciting this year for sure, wasn't it? it, was, it, it uh, do you know I mean, what? Well, it's one it of those, was. isn't it? You're looking at it and you're going, oh, we're going to play some, I, I say new teams, but new, you know, for the last couple of years. Um, but also, you know, because the last time we were in League One, we, we could only go to two actual games. So therefore, this one, it means a bit more that we're actually able to, you know, go and see when are we going to get to play the likes of Derby? Reading have come down. When are we going to have our little jaunt in Blackpool for a lovely weekend, etc., etc.? You get a little bit excited. And then I don't know about you guys, but I, I was excited to see, right, first day, who are we going to get? <laughs> It's going to be really, you know, can't wait for that first day of League One. That's going to be exceptional. Really looking forward to it. It's going to be really exciting. We're going to be really up for it. And then you get Stephen as your host. (laughs) And they're going to be feeling exactly the same way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Matt Farley again. Welcome back. (laughs) to the previous show. Um, Yeah, damp squib, wasn't it? It's so typical. You look look forward to it. You look forward to it. And then it's Stevenage at home. It's, oh, I mean. it's typical though, but also it was, you, you could almost see it a mile off. It's a bit like how we know exactly what the first game of the Premier League season is going to be every single season. It's going to be, you know, the team that came up from the championship that, that did everyone like, made everyone sort of go, oh, they're good last year. They'll be up against one of the top four at home on a Friday yeah. night to kick off. Oh, look, it's Burnley against Man City. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? You know, things like that just seem to happen, don't they, in this randomly generated fixture <laughs> computer that definitely <laughs> isn't cheated. No. Um, I mean, it's good to start at home, isn't it? It's, 
Yes. It's good to have a home Both game sides are going to be going, that's winnable. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Big Steve Evans I- back. Nothing like seeing Big Steve in, in League One. <laughs> I think it's actually that thing of like, because both sides will see it as being a winnable game. So it will be exciting for the fact that it's the first day of the season. You know, we've missed football. You want to get back to getting six years and going and, and having your afternoon football fix, right? You then have a game that's actually winnable for both teams. So it could be an entertaining affair. That's a lot better than, say, getting a derby away on the first day of the season. Because although the excitement is still there because you've missed football over the summer, you're up in League One, and yes, it's one of the big boys, but there's also going to be in the back of your mind going, yeah, but we're probably going to lose that one. (laughs) (laughs) As a fan, you're thinking, okay, starting at home, really, really good. Um, Any particular... I don't know why I asked this question, because at the end of the day, we play every single team twice, once home, once away. But are there any particular fixtures that you actually were like, yes, can't, can't wait, wait for, for Bradford. that one. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I forgot they don't get an automatic place in League One. <laughs> oh, no. Where's the clappers? Oh, where's the clappers? Oh, where's yeah, the clappers? They're going to be gutted, aren't they? Oh, what a shame. Uh, Having posh in October, I don't. I'm not a fan of that because that's mid holidays for a lot of people. In August, August, not October. Not October, no. Um, But that's going to be a lot of people on holiday and stuff, isn't it? Um, Don't like. Don't like that. Get get that. Potentially, I suppose. Sneak that into September. I mean, if you're going to go on holiday when the uh, season's on, then yeah, yeah, more for you. But Um, you know. I'm looking forward to all the West Country derbies, which will be good. Oh, you've got Exeter, Exeter end of September, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some of that. That lot. Yeah, Yeah, it's always October, Bristol Rose away. I don't know why. Yeah, or November when it's cold. Or the opening day of the season. It's always in the season is Bristol Rovers away. (laughs) 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 I think it was last time, the one last time it was October. Yeah, it was was, no, it was November. Was it November? Oh, yeah, it <laughs> I forget cold. what I said then. Yeah. Danny's cold. on a roll here, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'm. I mean, I, I, I. It's one of those. So I've bought a season ticket for this season. We all um, have, haven't we? Yeah, we've all got a season. We've all got one this year. Amazing! Look at us supporting our yeah. club. Um, we and and I, I was like that going. If if truth be told, I was thinking to myself when I bought the season ticket, I was thinking right. I won't necessarily get to every single one of them. I think, Jeffrey, you and I had a conversation about whether, you know, how many games I need to go to to make it worthwhile kind of thing. Um, But now now that the fixtures are there and I'm looking at them and basically I'm going, right, I want to go to the first home game of the season. Of course you do. That's, that's what you want to do. Swansea away in the Carabao Cup. I'm, you know, look, it's a Tuesday night. It's a long, long way. You'll probably be able to get. I'm just going to swim. You want to? Yeah. I'll just swim. Um, but it's a bit far for me to go. I'm not that fussed about actually going. I've been to Swansea before. I'm not fussed. The next Saturday is Wigan away, which is literally my closest game to get to. It's ten minutes on the train, and then I just walk to the ground. It's really easy to get there. So I'll be going to that. You've got Lincoln away on the. The Tuesday, uh, sorry, Lincoln at home, sorry, on the Tuesday night after that. I won't be going to that 
Tuesday night. It's oh, I, I, I can't that. do that. This is this is the sort of thing that I love moving back for because it's like Tuesday night's always a wipeout for for anyone who lives you know mm. away from away for a home game because you kind of prioritize away. I mean, not for everybody. There are plenty. No, of no, there, people there will be people. Are, you know, better than me and actually will go. But I mean, I can't just. <laughs> but living that far away in Warrington is difficult. And it, when you're you're coming down for home games anywhere on Saturdays, and you're also yeah. with what's coming the following Saturday, you're going to prioritize that, aren't you? So, well, this is it because um, then, then know, it's posh at home then it's in posh, the derby, yeah. and yeah. it's like, okay, right, that's good. Uh, I, I've now managed to basically turn around and, uh, and annoy um, you know the family because I'll be away for three Saturdays in a row at the football um notice that the um the posh game is the fourth that's the fourth game of the season posh fans that's number four yeah so that okay hope they don't throw that away so you know you might be the number four number four, like number four yeah. there. good I, uh, i'm quite looking forward to to games like derby <laughs> that'd be quite a nice one there's a few there's a few grounds that I've never been to, but obviously I'm delighted that we've got to go all the way to Barnsley on the last day of this season. Yeah, Barnsley was not one. what you want last day, to be fair. No. It's a blooming um, long way. It's basically it the other way. end of the country for me. Blackpool on a Tuesday night is a little bit disappointing. Yeah, but um, you've, if you've got Fleetwood on the Saturday, they're only up the road, aren't they? So you well, could the you Fleetwood can are at do home. It. We're at home at Fleetwood on the Saturday. I made that oh, mistake are we? when I was looking at them. Yeah. Oh. So, so it's all two weeks. Tuesday and it's then two Fleetwood. weeks after that, Fleetwood. Oh, yeah. the FA Cup in between. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I hadn't noticed that. Well done, Danny. Um, Eagle Eye. Charlton. I think Charlton's the one Charlton. I'm looking forward to. Charlton been... will be great. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun times. It's just, it's just nice Charlton names. Away on, the... on the 18th of November. Is that 18th yeah. of November. Marvellous. Yeah, yeah. But just better, better names on the fixture list. No. Yeah, it's it's one of those. Isn't it? I mean, we also get to renew rivalries. Oh with, yes, um, you know a, a mm. couple of teams. Um, Jeffy's favourites, of course, Oxford. We get to. Oh yeah, that's revisit. always quite a good day out in quite terms enjoy, of quite enjoy playing we take Oxford. A lot. It's not. Oh, it's not. A, obviously, it's not a derby at all. But there is a bit of a rivalry. It's a bit of Rick, Rico loves Rico loves Oxford, doesn't he? Oh, he does. Yeah, absolutely yeah. loves. I still won't forget. At the end of the Trammer game, when they're all, they're all getting on the bus and we're waiting around the other side because we weren't allowed to join them to celebrate on the pitch, etc. Rico goes to get on the bus, but on the bus, <laughs> on the bus, and uh, and literally stands on you know the bottom row, hanging out of the the side of the door, and just and just just basically shouts, "Who do we hate?" And everybody said Oxford. It was quite funny. I enjoyed it. It was. I good. reckon the Oxford game has got the Labrador written all over it. I reckon he'll he'll become Rico, or Rico That's will possess I mean. him. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be good. Um, I mean, it, it, it's weird because when you look at it, you go, "We have played an awful lot of these teams before." There's the likes of Reading that we've not faced for many many years, which is good. And in mm. fact, I don't think and this stat is. It needs to be clarified, but I'm pretty sure that we've never beaten Reading at the Majeski or whatever it's called these days in 90 minutes. So we've beaten them obviously in the yeah League for Cup, the Liverpool game yeah yeah to go through to Anfield, but um, we've never beaten them in 90 minutes in a league game at the Majeski. I'm, there can't I might have been be... that many though, is there? Well, no, that's the thing, isn't there? I don't think there is that many the times that we've come up against them at the Majeski in our in our lifetimes, or, or indeed the clubs. But um, it's not called that anymore. It's the Select Car Leasing Stadium. Um, 
There you go. Um, just just make it a name that is easy to pronounce in terms of like that's such a the Madstad. I enjoyed calling it that. Madstad. Yeah. Madstad. Like, well, the was the, was the uh, your man who owned it. Was he probably can't yeah. change his name? It's like when easily. they changed ours to the PTS Sixfield Stadium. It just didn't sound right. Just call it Sixfields. Well, we did. I know we sure. did, but officially, it just it just you've got to roll off the tongue. True. Um, <laughs> what was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you about you know maybe expectations. Just looking at the fixtures, obviously, you get a chance to therefore look at some of the teams that we are going to be facing this year. Um, there's an awful lot of teams in here, which I would say, for me anyway, personally. I would be sort of see as our equal in the grand scheme of things. Not necessarily right now, because obviously they've been in League One established for for longer than we have, but in, in terms of like our history, if you like. So the likes of Oxford and Cambridge, I know that they're fairly local. But um, you know, Fleetwood, Exeter, Port Vale. Wickham. I know Wickham have recently been in the championship and done very, very well for themselves. Trouble with that, though, it can go like Yeovil, where they they overspend and then it just hits them like a ton of bricks. I don't necessarily think that that's a good variable because Yeovil is a very tiny place, but it can all go very wrong when you go up that next step. But uh, the, the the thing that I was going to ask you guys was that if you were going to sort of maybe look at the League One table from last year. Obviously, we need to just ignore the ones um, that went up and the teams that went down. Um, but what about the teams in between? Is there is there anywhere that you sort of go, oh, we should be on a par with them? Well, Bristol and... Rovers are getting relegated, so that's easy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but... It... Is is there anyone in particular looking at it that you kind of go? No, I don't That's care. Finish twentieth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly. Is that all Just twentieth will do. Twentieth will do. Literally, all of, if you give me twentieth now. I mean, it's as, again, it's, I'm trying not to be negative and stuff about it, but give me that now and uh, play the way we did last season. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Just build on it. Just don't go down. Uh, I mean, yep. obviously, great if we finish around sort of the Burton Cheltenham fifteenth, sixteenth from last season, but. And it's just that it's the way we play, the, the journey we go on and kind of build for the next step. That's that's all I want this season. Like, but maybe do it with a few games to go and not take it yeah, to the Yeah, I end. don't want to do it on the last <laughs> day of the season again. That. Oh my God, that was... I honestly thought I was going to die at points. <laughs> yeah, that, don't <laughs> forget the Wigan basket case of Wigan as well might help us out. Oh, so they're all, aren't they already deducted as well? Yeah, well I'm minus eight. Right, yeah. yeah, so Wigan all starting on minus seven. Which I don't Redding, like, by the way. Reading might be in a bit of trouble as well. Yeah. I mean, look, look I, I, I don't necessarily mean that this question isn't really about where do you think we'll finish or where do you want us to finish. It's more of a, you know, look at some of these teams that, you know, have been in League One for a few seasons now. That you know, I said that we should be, I think, on a level with. Um, is there anyone in particular that you think that we should be almost emulating? If emulating is the is the word that I'm really sort of looking for, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll give you mine because it might just explain it a little bit. But I'm looking at there's there's two teams um, that I really think that we should be looking to basically, yeah, emulate do the same sort of thing. And that's Shrewsbury and Fleetwood. 
Yeah, I kind of get where yeah, you're coming yeah. from there. Yeah. yeah, just to try and make some kind of stability, right? Because they've stayed where they need to be. They've they've been, they've been consistently mediocre, and that's not a a gripe at all. But it, it's what it is. <laughs> they've been consistently, consistently mediocre, mediocre in League One, but that's what we need. I kind of think that Danny's right where we talk about we're not being negative. We're just being realistic. It doesn't matter. If it's mediocre. It doesn't matter. Just mediocre get... League One's better than mediocre League Two, is absolutely. Absolutely. Get you know, where yes. we need to be. Um, and if we're mediocre in League One for four seasons, then that's so much better than previously, you know? Yeah. 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 A bit of no, fun on the way. By the way, Sarees will be side note, ridiculous decision um, to get rid of Cottrell. Ah, oh, so that was outrageous. Yeah, for like, that, they deserve to go down, They by do the way. deserve to go down. They do. Well, well, look, I mean, what we're going to do is we're going to, of course, our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me, all the way through last season. Every single Monday, we were releasing uh, The Basement Tales, which is our look at the rest of the action from the weekend in League Two. We're, of course, no longer in League Two. So, mm. therefore, we're moving up a set Gone of stairs. Yeah. Gone up a floor, yes. Um, we've not quite decided what we're going to call it, um, but we're going to be in potentially the, the League One lobby. League um, One Lounge, League One Lobby, uh, League, League One, one Jobby. Lounge, yeah, <laughs> wherever we are. It'd be very, very nice. But what we're going to do is, before the season kicks off, is that we're, we're going to do a, a full League One preview on the Patreon. So if you want to get access to that, then head over to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Um, sign up. For as little as £5 a month, we'll get you access to all of our extra bonus material. So that's uh, extra podcast every single week, at least one. Um, There's also the community uh, on our Slack channel, full of wonderful, wonderful other Cobblers fans who are all just incredibly generous with their time and their care and support to one another just want to say um please do get well soon craig west we know that you've not been feeling too good recently we hope you're back fighting fit as soon as possible uh back kayaking uh and doing all of those crazy things on the uh on the the crazy river that um you you work at sometimes um please do get well soon um but if you'd like to join them then then please go over patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. And if you go there now, then you will be able to sign up and have a seven-day free trial. Ooh. So you can work your way through all of the bonus content that we've got on there for, for nothing. If after Ooh. those seven days you decide that you just want to cancel it, you've consumed what you wanted to get from it, absolutely no problem at all. You go ahead, re- just cancel the subscription. It's not a problem at all go for it. But if you don't want to do that and you want to continue being a supporter of ours, it will just help us to continue to make more uh, really good podcasts um, and other bits of content that we do. So head over, as I said, patreon.com forward slash covers to me. We will do a League One preview on our bonus podcast ahead of the season starting. Um, Before we go and talk very quickly um, about NTFC women, um, just wanted to point out that the EFL trophy, which is no longer sponsored by pizza. No, so I'm thinking, uh, what, what, the the kebab cup next year? (laughs) The SIF trophy. Oh, the SIF trophy. Amazing. Uh, The Pringles Pringles cup. (laughs) Um, uh, Ferrero Rocher. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh well, well, if it is Ferrero Rocher, it's got to be a vase. Surely, is really spoiling us with this selection. Yeah, I mean, of, it has to be a, uh, a plate. Our group, uh, it's got to be a plate. Surely, a for that. Oh, Ferrero, Ferrero Rocher plate. Love that. <laughs> uh, so we've got um, we've got some team from Milton Keynes, no, uh, and then Oxford and Chelsea under twelves. Yeah, um, they are in our group. Um, I don't think we'll be taking it that seriously. No, we um, won't at all. Guaranteed well, last it. season <laughs> we literally had to bin it off effectively because of the injuries, didn't we? I mean, we couldn't well, say exactly. that out loud, but we did, we we can now. Yeah. John Brady openly just went, "I had to bin it," basically. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's <laughs> poor the... old Johnny Maxter. This is big chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Appearance bonuses still counted. It was fine. Uh, okay, NTFC women. Um, there have been uh, a few new signings in the door at Sixfields um, for NTFC women. Um, but it's also um, a sad farewell to our sponsored player for the last couple of the seasons, uh, Abby Bruin. Uh, she's left the Cobblers along with Joe Daniel, Sarah Waite and Rachel Mumford. Um, obviously, we extend our best wishes to all four departing players, especially Abby. Um, it's been a joy sponsoring Abby and we will continue to support NTFC women as best we can uh, stay tuned for details of anything that we're doing with them in the coming weeks um, because we're not going to just suddenly stop supporting them uh, or anything daft like that so there will be uh, other things in the pipeline um, but yeah um, it's looking like a little bit of a little bit of change which is good you know, change is as good as a rest, as they say. So a few new faces through the doors, um, which is good. We're looking to attack this uh, FA National Women's League season. Yeah, some good uh, signings in there as well, by the sounds of it as well. It's yeah. Ready to go. I mean, yeah. when you consider some of the, the sorry, the calibre of some of these signings. Mm. Yeah, Katie McLean, um, the goalkeeper, obviously Joe Daniel leaving, but Katie McLean, player of the year for the division. I believe um, FA Both. Women's National League Division One Southeast. Oh, so that's a... sideways. Sideways, yes. Sideways, side, yeah. not above the league. Sideways to us in a different area of the country. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and a couple of them yeah. coming back to us as well, from what I can gather. So she's good. Um, just uh, Ria, Ria Patel. She was part of the youth set up here as well. So she's gone away, and uh, she's playing for Ansi Nomads. Ansi. What a name! Yes. So she's, she's she's back. Welcome to her and um, Ruby Hazelden as well from from uh, some place up the road as well. But she came through the youth system as well. Yeah, so good to see them back as well. So really excited to see. Her. Hopefully there'll be a few more games at Sixfields as well this season. And uh, obviously the the friendly on the open day as well. Yes, uh, against Cambridge. It should so, be yeah. Don't leave stuff, so. after no, please after don't the leave. men's team have played Leicester. Do not leave. Stay. No, and don't leave. We're locking the doors, Charles. I'm going to go down and lock all the doors. No one can get out. You can't go out. You no. can't leave. Uh, yeah. Um, come along. Watch the women play Cambridge United um, after the uh, men's team have played Leicester City on the 15th of July. Right, let's take a break and we'll be back because we've got some questions to answer. Ooh. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. It's post-bag time. To the post, to the post, get your comments and thoughts to the post. We're ready and willing to read out your scribbling, so get them all into the post, to the post, to the post. Get your comments and thoughts to the post. 
Put pen to the paper, do it sooner, not later, and get it all into the post. Get it in. Post bag, post it. Do you want some questions, Charles? I'd love some questions, Danny. Yes, please. Reason Question it. In Neil's absence. The Stevenage FC podcast featuring uh, Matt Farley, I believe, has asked a question. Uh, that's his one, isn't it? Stevenage podcast. That's Farley's one. Yeah, he's nodding. He's yeah, nodding. Sorry, I didn't see. I'm reading the question. It <laughs> <laughs> says, question, yes. yeah, question for the gang. How do you think all four promoted teams will do in League One? Ooh, four. Um, so we got as Orient. long as we're the only ones that do better than them, then that's mm. fine. I, I, think, well, I think they'll do all right, I to be fair. I think, yeah. I'm... I think Carlisle United are the ones that I know least about in terms of, you know, activity and stuff over the summer. Um so if I was going to turn around and, and I'm not saying relegation or anything like that, I'm just saying if I was going to put them in order of where they'll finish, oh, I think I'd put Carlisle at the bottom of the four. Um, um, this could this this opinion could massively backfire, so I'm saying it tentatively. Okay. Um, I I would worry more for the Steve. Evans tactics higher up the the football pyramid Mm. but I don't necessarily mean the caveat to that is I don't mean necessarily against the likes of the cobblers right because I think we're very like you said earlier yeah and we're an even (laughs) keel if that makes sense but coming up against teams like Reading Maybe I, not uh, Reading. Uh, I refer moment, you but... back to the 1997-98 Ian Atkins side. <laughs> but I wasn't. basically five. used the same sort of tactics and, and almost got promoted out Yeah, of, no, I know. I know. Uh, but I think it, it's it a different game now. I think that, that people like Charlton and those kinds of teams are probably not going to fall for that so easily that could massively backfire and it could be a really good tactic and like you say it could absolutely they could fly at the league and knowing then they probably blooming will but i i would worry if he was in charge of my football team i i think he's the reason that they stay up steve evans i think they'll do you they'll, think they'll bloody noses in this league i think they'll, they'll i mean i'm not saying they're going to go and finish playoffs but i think Steve Evans is probably the the one reason why they do stay up because they're going to have that mentality from the start that we're team C and like best will in the world. All teams will look at them and think, you know, we're going to batter them, but they won't. I think early doors, they'll probably surprise a few people. They might be in the top seven, 10 for the first few weeks mm-hmm. because simply because they're underdogs and Steve Evans knows what to do with an underdog. Like Steve Evans mm-hmm. with Leeds, he didn't know what you to do with them. You've got a point there. At Leeds, his expectations were top of the league he didn't really know what to do when it's with Stevenage in league one I think they're gonna they're gonna really really surprise a few people I think um Orient I think will be fine even though they lost a couple of big big players they've signed they a have of lost decent, a few haven't they um, signed Dan Agi this week so I think, I think they'll be fine Carlisle I think I agree with you Charles I think Carlisle are probably the ones that are yeah I watched them in the playoffs and I thought if they're gonna come up and step up I'm not 100% sure that they will so I think out of all four of them I think Carlisle are probably the ones that well, I'm going to say they're going to go down, Charles. Sorry, Ooh. Carlisle fans listening to this. Yeah, but, right. um, and I think we'll be all right. Sorry, um, not sorry. I hope yeah. we are. I, d- I hope I'm we are. Sure I'm we not. Will be. 
I think we're going to be right. to be above relegation. I couldn't care less. Ian Taylor said this when we went up in 06. He said, as long as you are above that relegation line, it does not matter where you finish. And I think that's all we have to do. Yeah, and it's the way we do it as well. Right? The way, like, let's not do it out of luck. Let's not scrape yep. through out of, you know, playing. But let's do it and take ourselves on the same sort of journey as we went on last season. And I think we'll all enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I think I, I'm going to say it now. I think Stephen is finished top of the four, as in the highest out of the four. Promoted. Yeah. Okay. Big, I, don't know, um, I don't know. Boldy, bold call. Steve Bold. I guess we will call. see. We will see. Yeah. I mean, it's hard that to do it a month out, isn't it? So. Will, back, will backfire, I'm, I'm almost certain. But, you know, you don't <laughs> learn. Gillingham going to make the playoffs this week. This oh, year. yeah. I didn't say what year. Stuart Bailey's been in touch. Hi, Stuart. Uh, you said, uh, have any of you watched Changing Ends, the story of Alan Carr's childhood? Yeah. Um, yeah. You've watched it, Jeffy? I watched one episode and couldn't get it. Couldn't, uh, yeah. I found it quite funny. I have to say that the um, the boy that plays Alan Carr is it's great. hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. But again, I think it's a little bit different for me, because I can, I only hear secondhand, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. because I didn't li- live through that era. And, and you guys, it's the same. You would have either only been very, very, very young or not at all in it, you know, b- before. So it's quite difficult. I think if you're a little bit older, you probably appreciate it more or can make a real assessment of it. I just think it's brilliant because it's about Northampton Town Football Club in in some of its essence, and that's why I love it. I can't say whether it is a, a true portrayal of Graham Carr because I only know him of now. I don't know him of when he when he was with the Cobblers. All I know is that Sean thought he was brilliant. No, yeah, you watched it, Charles? No, not no. seen it. Sorry, no. I made too, the mistake too busy of watching... with a nine-month-old to watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> I made the mistake of watching an episode after watching an episode of Ted Lasso. So my 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 um. Oh. balance is probably out there but I'll give it another go I think yeah. I've not watched Tad Le- Lesso Tad Lesso Tad Lesso Tad Lasso yeah Tad Lasso yeah get it get oh, it on brilliant. Jeffy get it on I need um, to yeah. I've heard great yeah. things yeah. Uh, Tom Payne has stepped out of the house of Payne to say this he said um, we've not seen many signings do you, th- do you think we need new players and if so where would you th- strengthen we covered a little bit of it earlier on um, in terms of the not seeing many signings but but uh, where where do we still need I think we're now absolutely fine because the king is back mm. nothing can go wrong <laughs> <laughs> um, well we need- uh, I'm going to I'm going to play this very obviously uh, we'll need a goalkeeper if King decides to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like there might be one waiting in the bushes, Charles. Just to yeah, yeah. So back, do I. Pop back so in. So do I. <laughs> Tom King uh, doesn't sign. It's all right, boss. I'm back. I know you didn't really. <laughs> Not you, it. Jonathan. Get out. <laughs> um, I I think up front is yes. where yeah. we need to actually strengthen. I think that's the place that needs the most focus. Yes. I Can would I like to see? Oh, go on. I, I would like to see um, the return of of Kieran of Kizza. Yes, yeah, Monsieur Bowie. I would like him back to bolster it. Um, I would then like to get somebody who is nippy. Yes, a nippy small person. Mm. Um, that's what I would like. Just just a pace, 
That's why I, I think if we had then, you know, you've got Apare, the Labrador, uh, for the work rate. You've got Kizza for a bit of all-roundness, I think. Mm-hmm. And you've then got Hilton with experience. Um, I, don't think have... I don't think Hilton's going to feature. Well, he's there, so he's got a, he's got a contract. So yeah, I, I just don't, I hope yeah, I don't think I don't think he's going to gonna earn feature his money. enough to to really sway. Things don't write him off, Jeffy. I'm writing him off. I don't think he's going to feature. I think I think you'll find he wrote himself off when he didn't score a single goal when he signed for us last year. Thank you. Oh dear. Why do you hate Danny Hilton, Jeffy? God, I don't. I, I like Danny oh, Hilton God. and I appreciate him, but I would have liked him to have scored a couple of goals. We'd yeah. have all liked him to have scored yeah. a couple of goals, and that's why this year he's going to get 10. If he gets uh, 10 goals, we, need, we will just, it'd be hilarious. We need someone who's like fits the same mould as the, the Labrador. Give him a bit of a rest, don't we, sometimes? So we need no, so we need someone who's got that like nippiness, like say Charles, about him. Uh, but someone who's kind of... Do you think Kizza could do to, that, though? He could do. I, he could I, do. Think, uh, I, think, I think those two should um, could kind of um, swap in and out for each other. We I do think need that would to... be a more... Yeah, yeah. I know they're not exactly the same, but... I'd, 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 I'd like to therefore that, but... see somebody that was nippy, quick, completely yeah. different. That would therefore be the foil to, Ooh, you know, to Bowie and and, and to Apare. Yeah, we're relying yeah. a lot on the fact that we think that Bowie is definitely coming back. He is coming <laughs> well, back. He likes oh, the social on. media. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on, Kieran. You know it. You know what. You know you want to. Come on, um, Kizza. But come um, on. someone who's been linked with Gillingham, Alfie May. I li- I really like him. As yeah. Um, yeah, mate. He's not coming him. here. Get There's him in. There's absolutely no way that we're. Get we don't in. have the money. Don't be daft. No, we don't. of course we don't. But anyway, get him in. Mate, um, you can barely find 50p down the back of that. <laughs> can we, um, if we're looking for target man, Charles, of course, something a little bit different. A bit of a hench target man. You know where I'm I going t- with this? I, I tell you what, as long as it's not Teddy Yaggy, I'll be happy. Uh, <laughs> oh, By the way, have you seen well, his brothers actually signed for, for QPR, I think it is, or Portsmouth or somebody? Teddy's brother? Well, his surname's Yegi, so I'm going with his oh. brother, and he's from Australia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm well, sure. yeah, I mean, that's too much of a coincidence, isn't it? Exactly. It, it must yeah. be. Um, uh, or Tyrese, Tyrese Simpson, get him in. <laughs> um, it's only a game podcast, says, um, could you please retweet this question? Um, which specific <laughs> away day are you looking forward to next season and why? We kind of covered it earlier, I think, um, in terms of, I think the Valley is mine for Charlton. I've not been. Yeah, I think I'm there. looking forward London. to that too. London day out. I mean, is this boring of me just saying Wigan? And the one closest to you. Or Bolton? No, because no. they're both like so close to me. I'd quite like to do nice. Bolton. I've never done Bolton before. No, I've never the last Bolton, time actually. I did Bolton was, of course, the whatever. Was it Carling oh, Cup. Cup back then? Carling Cup, yeah. And yes. uh, Bayo walked all over them. It was lovely. It was enjoyable. Plus, my best mate supports them. So yes, yeah, so I was going to the, well, yeah, you made us the shirts, right? The shirts done, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The hundred shirts, yeah. Lovely job. Um, um, some questions from the Slack. They actually got printed at the Reebok Stadium, if you yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. There you go. They did. Questions Sorry. from the Slack. Patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me to join slack the Slack. Uh, Tom Chiswell says, Dear Neil, uh, Neil's not here, but it's us. How many signings do you think need to be made given the majorities of last season's squad is under contract already? I'd uh, say if, I'd say here? if we sc- yeah I think I'm I'm agreeing with you Charles three or four mm, will would do it more. yeah I think no, there's no, going to no, be three loans or four is... in total 
Oh, in total. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I think it will be three or four plus yeah. either Tom King re-signing or another yeah. goalkeeper. So yeah. therefore, it could be five. I think it but, might be three or four plus a couple of loans. I think we'll use the loan market. Oh, I think I know. I think it'll be three or four. No, that would include the loans. Nah, I don't know. I think we'll I think we'll beef it up because of what happened last season with the injuries and Do you stuff. Think? Yeah. Do you think we've got the money to beef it up? I don't. Oh, we get Tetty back in. We'll be all right. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Tom also says he's heard a rumor that Malcolm Christie's close to signing. Uh, we'll have to ask Neil about that one because he's our Malcolm Christie correspondent. He is. <laughs> Chris Freeman says, "Dear Neil, if you were if you were a new signing for the Cobblers this season, what would your initiation song be?" P.S. Please sing it for us. Well, Neil can't do that, but we can we can name our song. I got a brand new combo. Yeah, I'll give you the key. <laughs> Sorted. That one. Sorted. I yeah. would do. Um, I would do. What's it called? Billy Joel. Who? Oh. It didn't start the fire. We didn't start fire because it's kind of like talky, isn't it? You can kind of talk yeah. your way through that. You don't have to go into too many tones, and I'd, I'd like it for the novelty of it. We didn't start the fire, Billy Joel. I'm not going to sing it. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd go theatrical. I think. Oh yeah. I'd go for. I'd One day do more. anything for love. Oh Me yes. Oh, that, that is brave. Imagine that is a brave choice for. Do you know what? I'd, I'd, I'd make sure that I would pick. Um, I'd get Mort's up to do the other part. The yes, yeah, the the the, the lady part. That's the only way that I can. <laughs> the female I vocal. I was I was trying to remember what her name is, and I can't. <laughs> <Lady part. laughs> uh, you get Mort's up to do <laughs> the lady part. Uh, I think it's Lorraine Crosby, I think is the name. Thank you. Yeah, that sounds correct. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Won't do uh, that. There uh, you go. Neil Chapman has said, Dear Neil, what's an acceptable league finish for the Cobblers next season? I assume he's not asking himself this. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> well, acceptable league finish, I think. We, yeah, again, 20th. Get that in there for me. Uh, it's not much difference really. is anything above relegation yeah I would be exactly. acceptable that's acceptable what I would hope for would be somewhere between 13th and 17th Ooh, that'd be nice uh, yeah. Neil Jarrett also says dear Neil uh, I'm in a place called Wolberswick today oh, um, one of these houses belongs to Richard Curtis the other belongs to Morrissey which door should I knock on to ask if I can use their toilet <laughs> Which door we Richard Curtis? Richard Curtis or Surely it's Curtis. If you're actually needing the Wii, yeah. then, then Richard Curtis is the one that's most likely to actually say yes. I, I but so. I would say, so first of all, is that you'd have to deliver Morrissey like a, a couple of white roses because he likes yes. to twirl them around his head. And Richard Curtis, you couldn't ask him vocally. You'd have to write it on some paper. And you know, <laughs> yeah. first one, could Can. I? And then yeah. second one, <laughs> I have a wee. Third one, please. And then the yeah. fourth one could just simply say, don't tell the wife or say it's carol singers or something, whatever it was in Love Actually. Yeah. There you go. morrissey has gone a bit right wing as well, hasn't he? Disappointed. Yeah, I don't think you'd be asking him for no. whether you could use his toilet, Danny. I don't. I wouldn't soon. dare ask Morrissey either way with it, if I could use his toilet. Richard Curtis is much more like he would definitely let you in, wouldn't he, and have a chat. I mean, you say that, but I Richard mean, Curtis. maybe he's you know maybe maybe all his wonderful charity work and you know for comic relief and 
and and you know his his you know it's all very lovely romantic films you know film rom-com stuff he does maybe it's a front maybe in <laughs> maybe real he's life a, he's yeah, a complete he's... dick <laughs> <laughs> dick curtis dicky curtis <laughs> yeah i mean jeffy are you going morrissey or richard curtis do you know do you know who any of them are for start i've got no idea what's going on here no oh good <laughs> <laughs> just choose one we'll see what happens i i'd like to knock on morrissey's door a rick astley answer i I'd love like rick to... astley he was at Glastonbury. I, would, I know, yes. I watched. Pretending to be Morrissey. Yeah. With um, Blossoms. The Blossoms. Oh, just Blossoms. Just Blossoms, I think. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Crane says, Dear Neil, if Ben Stokes, Courtney Laws, Ronnie O'Sullivan and Roger Federer were all footballers with their skill sets instead of their own sports, which one would you want to play for the Cobblers? Oh. That's a great question. Say those names again. Uh, ben, ben Stokes. Stokes. By the way, this is a fantastic question. Ben yeah. Stokes. Yeah. Courtney Laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan mm-hmm. and Roger Federer. Courtney Laws, I think. Courtney Laws. Oh, really? Why? Yeah, because he's strength. Okay. Yeah. Ain't no one getting past him. Just chuck him in goal. We'll just, <laughs> just, just flatten everyone. I'm going to go Federer in a number 10 role. I feel oh, like yes. I feel like he'd be like a, a lovely little place just to sit in there. And like thread the passes through to the Labrador. Yes. And you know the Labrador, he'd love that, wouldn't he? Mm. You know, I was going to say either, well, I've basically gone with, uh, you want a winner. Yeah. That, that's what you want. You want a winner. You want somebody who knows how to win. So therefore it came down to, uh, for me, Better Ronnie or posh, Roger. Ronnie or Roger. <laughs> it was Ronnie or Roger for me there. Not, I'm not disrespecting <laughs> Ben Stokes or Courtney Laws here. Both have obviously won stuff. Um, but Ronnie and Roger have, have won a lot, haven't they? They are they are the goats of their sports, essentially, yeah. aren't they? So, um, and then I thought I, I don't want the sulkiness of o, of O'Sullivan. I don't want the sulkiness of him, and I also don't mm. want the arrogance of him. You know, he, he'd occasionally just use his left foot for a penalty just for fun, <laughs> wouldn't he? Because um, he doesn't care that much about snooker. Like I think he's kind of been a bit like, oh, this is just my career and I happen to be good at it. But I don't necessarily like snooker. So I'd go for Rog- Roger Federer because he, you know, devoted to his, uh, you know, passion, his career of tennis and uh, think, won a lot. I think laws in midfield would work. The strength. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think if Courtney Laws was in the tunnel... Before the game, yeah, it'd be, be like John Gale. <laughs> you'd be looking at him going shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's one for lead two, I think. Courtney Laws. If we yeah, go no, I agree with that. Actually, yeah. yeah, him against Stevenage would be fun. Yeah. Danny yeah, Rose quarterback. versus Courtney Laws. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. Sack okay. entry. En- entry, entry, empty. I'm not entering your sack again. No, don't, don't do that. No. Sack's empty. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's it. We're nearly at the end. Um, well, we are at the end. We're right at the end of the pod. Thank you for the post bag. Thank you for your thoughts and questions. Uh, it's always good to receive them. Podcast at cobblers to me.com. Um, and uh, you can find us for now on Twitter if your rate limit hasn't been exceeded. <laughs> um, uh, cobblers to me. Um, okay. 
before we go, uh, the Open Day on the 15th of July. We're going to be part of the Open Day um, before the Cobblers men take on Leicester at Sixfields and the women host Cambridge in a big double-header afternoon. We're going to have a stall with all sorts of fun and games taking place and we'll also be recording live at the Open Day. Come and say hi and you might be able to enter a competition to win a very special prize. Mm. And no, it's not dinner out with neil thankfully um thanks very much for listening we hope you've enjoyed us being back we'll be back soon with more cobbler's musing let's hope we get him in before the next pod so that we've got more to talk about until then bye-bye see ya see you later goodbye there's the cup there's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages the Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Sports Social Podcast Network.